0: Hey, what is going on? Uh, hey, back. Michael here, Vsauce.
1: Hey, I'm back, not on my phone, but on my computer. So fingers crossed. Let's see how this rolls tonight.
0: I- I- I'm back, and I'm, ag- I'm fired up today. Yes, I am fired up today. I am fired up today.
1: You're so fired up, you got your dogs fired up. They're going to be support how fired up you are.
0: I, he feeds off my energy. So every time, like, I get loud, he's like, oh, we're getting loud, huh? Okay. There we I, go. Read, I read that if you get loud, they think you're joining in their bark session, so they just keep barking. So you're part of the dog panel. Uh, yeah, I'm going to have to speak at a very low, calm tone about how I am so ridiculously fired up for my topic that I wanna to bring to you guys today. But, um, yes. Ooh.
1: Nice. See some artwork in the image there for those that are just listening in. Which you should Not be watching.
0: Anymore.
1: Welcome to the Whatever Podcast and the video podcast episodes. If Yeah, if you're listening in, you're missing out. There's some good visuals that are going on right here. The beautiful look on my face. Connor, the beautiful uh, Preston,
2: and my ugly mug, we're all right here. Handsome Chris. Not Absolutely. Silver Fox yet, but maybe soon. I have a few you know, popping in every now and then. I probably
1: get probably gray hairs ha- than you do. Mm, you might. I don't know. I'm getting quite a few, I'm,
2: I'm noticing. My beard is riddled and... My hair.
0: I, I, I tell you what I think it's stress. I think it's stress. It's hey, this damn inflation. I tell it you is. What, I, I'm 23 and I was pulling <laughs> out silver hey. hairs out of my beard.
1: You know, I finally, so I, at, at my almost 40 year old age, I'm finally growing a beard. And um, it's Congratulations. really not anything there either. A uh, I think it's the $5 a gallon gas that's really just sprouted it out. That's what I'm thinking. I think now that gas is over $5, it's like the world is just upside down. So why not sprout a few hairs on my face? What is this 2008? A,
0: so I, I can tell, I can tell without even seeing a picture. I'm going to put out a theory here. will want you to tell me if I'm right. Back in the 90s, in the early 2000s, my man, Chris Gentry, had a soul patch. Yeah. That,
2: you Look know, at, he was a youth pastor with a soul patch.
0: Sugar Ray type shit, man. That's, it, yeah. Saying. A fedora that is, that and all. Is, yeah,
2: that has been able to
1: grow for a while. Now, even earlier on, like in the day, the old stash could grow out. There I are some pictures that. out there. There are some pictures where you can see the stash. So,
0: but but did you ever get like that '90s like Sugar Ray? I got the little soul patch. Yeah, 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 a little bit, a yeah. little bit, a little listen, bit. Did you listen? Genuine question. All right. Did you listen to Smash Mouth? Unironically, you know,
1: not like a super like listener of Smash Mouth, but yes, I back in the day enjoyed a little Smash Mouth.
0: What so uh, Smash Mouth? I think yeah. it's great. All Star All Star is a good song. They have some really good music. They're a good band. But like, like, did you like? Would you listen to like the Smashing Pumpkins? Like,
1: actually, you know, just I'm gonna su- I'm gonna surprise you. Back in the day. I mean, I'm a, I like I like a lot of music. Um, I'm Chris I'm good a with a lot boy. of music, but back in the day, my go-to was rap. So it wasn't the Sugar Ray Fly or any Chris of that was, stuff.
0: Chris was, it was around, no, and
1: it was Notorious B.I.G., Tupac Shakur. I mean, it look was. At him, the,
0: look at him; he's like talking out of the side of his mouth. now that he's yeah, that's
1: right, the West Coast. Yeah. Yeah. Right, it was. Yeah, I took all your was, CDs, Chris, and listened. That was my jam back in the day. <laughs> but I, I liked Walkman. everything. I liked everything. Yeah, I I wasn't know. a I wasn't a music snob back in the day. I nice. I enjoyed it all.
0: My my aunts and uncles are so old that like you you found his like CDs from the nineties. I found my aunts' Earth, Wind and Fire records from the seventies. <laughs> you know, <laughs> there's a huge difference between the lives that you and I so, have lived. And this is so, where the paths diverge. <laughs> now
1: you can see the flavor. Preston's kicking the Macklemore and all of the hot rap hits, and Connor's the mellow alternative rock. You know, it's just, oh,
0: yeah, yeah. But it's tell just you what, what you're raised I, on my dad's love for Cyndi Lauper really rubbed off on me because I'm like, <laughs> good
1: for you. and then it all kind of, the, the crazy thing is it all kinds of blends back together. And then you just in life, you
0: enjoy it all as you get older, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah you certainly do. Yeah, you definitely do. I, th- oh, I, think, I think as you get older, you just learn to appreciate good music. Oh, absolutely.
2: Anyway, I got two big things that happened in the, uh, uh, media world, this uh, past few days, Chris, we right. uh, we were right. Johnny Depp won his trial. <laughs> yeah, we we predicted uh, oh, so it. <laughs> we're, yeah, so we're going to start predicting a lot of future events
1: that come down the pipe. <laughs> so tune in here, listeners, for all your futuristic predictions. We'll be, we'll be right till we're not. <laughs> Preston and I make based on um, false information that's shared with us, but <laughs> that's what we'll roll with.
0: Maybe maybe we can make that a bit. <laughs> <Here me laughs> out. Now Preston, edit in a crystal ball. <laughs> and we're gonna call this Mythical Mondays. Wait, we can't we can't take that. Not, we can't call it that. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna call it um, Mystic Mondays, where you and Chris predict the outcome of a current event currently happening. That's why it's a current event in today's world. All right. Okay. I'm down. Let me find let me fight a court event.
1: Okay, I'm going back in time. Someone, yes. A little okay. black and white on my screen here. Take us back to where I can predict a future event.
0: I've got it. <laughs> in a month, gas prices will be what price? Higher or lower than five twenty-five a gallon?
1: Hold on, hold on. Hold no Preston. Wait, we've got to, we've got to tune in. Do we? Do we want to? Hold on, hold on, hold on. I've got it.
2: (laughs) I think it's going to be higher. (laughs) Higher. I think so. Mark it down. I think we will see record high gas prices in the U.S.
0: As in how high? So California, there okay. like It's eight bucks in California.
1: Almost yeah. eight, almost eight. Almost
0: eight, eight, and somewhere close, it's six dollars. All right, so in
1: Let's predict in our area, south, south. Let's say Southern Indiana, south half of Indiana. Yeah. What do we think gas prices will be in two weeks?
0: Hmm. Oh, I have a good feeling they're going to be four eighty nine.
1: It's already what it, it's already above that now.
0: Well, I I'm gonna buff, say in the five seventy five range. Good
1: it's coming down? I think it's you gonna, gonna come down. I think
0: it's gonna come down just a little bit. It's gonna drop to four eighty nine, and then places are gonna skyrocket it to like seven bucks.
1: Okay. All right. Preston, what did you say? I'm gonna go with like five seventy five. All right. Right now it's five. I just I just bought 25 bucks in gas got me a little over four gallons because it was 525 a gallon and so, uh isn't that crazy I, you know what
0: I'm running on e right now I have a, I have a mileage counter of like how much how much I have more to my car can how be. long could I run on fumes it's, that's it's the question mile, it's two miles to work and two miles back and so every day I'm like all right I've got 18 miles left and tomorrow I'm going to be at 14 and I do that until I get to like four.
2: Isn't <laughs> that crazy? <laughs> I'm
0: like I need to fill. I can't up. do that. that, that yeah. Would all right. Be so
2: all day.
1: I think I think the average for the southern part of Indiana will get to 5- 535, five five thirty seven roughly over the next couple of weeks. That's where I'm thinking it's going to kind of fall in. Did you jot that down? Where we that way we'll. Okay. Well no, 2 weeks from now we'll see who's closest on predictions of get, of fuel prices.
0: I actually have people who text me and like text me things about the show and remind me about things. Um re, so gas prices, noted. Uh I want to circle back around really quick to this whole spreading misinformation thing. Um I did get a I did get a text message <laughs> today. My dog is very happy. He, uh, even the dogs out.
1: are upset about <laughs> the gas prices.
0: He, so he uh, he barks when he wants me to come out of my room. He doesn't like when I sit in here because he can't climb all over me. Um, so he's he's having a real hard time. I know, buddy. I know. So, Preston, you have to be at least 21 years old to enter the police academy, not 18. Uh-oh. I was, Oh my! oh, my God. Oh, my God. All right All right he's we're we
1: getting right. fact checks on our shows now
0: we're getting fact checks on the show, okay because, And the right. only reason I was told this is because I was like, uh, I don't know if that sounds right, and then someone was like, it's not right it's twenty one <laughs> so
1: so so you have to be twenty one <laughs> to get police to enter police academy, but you're only eighteen to right. enter the, the army the military correct to be able to use any type of uh firearm let's say
0: yeah yes
1: right so yep. regardless of age you can enter the military be trained at 18 to use any sort of firearm but police academy you got to be 21 there we go
0: yes yeah okay <laughs> okay yes that's what i that was that makes told. sense
1: yeah that makes that's sense that's what i was told thank you for uh, fact checking us for the show at least we have it. some listeners out there that are letting us, keeping us on yeah. our toes right yeah Good. i, I Good.
0: got i got this a few hours before we started today so
2: Oh, that's I have some music news for this week. So, uh, Harry Styles has sold the most vinyl records in a week's time since I started counting it 30 years ago. Really, Harry Styles? Which record? Uh, his latest one, Harry's House. His okay. album, the most vinyl sold. I'm pretty sure that's what I read. That's what I heard. Wow. That's impressive. Yeah, he uh, sold, I think it was seven point two million copies or streams or whatever. I don't know. I think it was copies. What,
0: what's is is your is your like a list of the most sold vinyls recently? I think I have uh, one of his vinyls. Uh, most popular vinyl records of twenty twenty. All right.
2: Harry's House came out just a couple like a week ago.
0: Oh, it's a new new? Yeah. Okay, so
2: Herodes. I looked
0: up I looked up the t- the official top 40 best selling vinyl albums of 2020. What do you think the first one is? The number 2020? one for twenty twenty. It's gonna make a lot of sense whenever whenever you know what it is. So um oh these Harry are... Style
2: sets new vinyl sales records.
1: So this is these are new releases or all time releases for sales in 2020?
0: Uh all-time for 2020.
1: Man, I don't know. That's tough. It is it a new release though? Like a new uh, release album?
0: Technically? A modern it artist? A, it is a modern release but it is not a modern artist. Ooh. It's hard to phrase it like this.
1: And I know Queen sold a lot with Bohemian right. Rhapsody, but that was prior 2020. I I don't know. What is it? Preston, you got to guess. What? For 2020 top uh That's vinyl
0: record
2: sold. Uh I'm not
0: sure. Off. What? Ed Sheeran hasn't had like a record that sold well since like 2000. But it's an old oh, artist, he's,
2: though, you said.
0: He's yeah, the, yeah. still the number uh, one
2: most played person on Spotify. So, I mean, that was just my...
0: It is Rumors by Fleetwood Mac. Oh, nice. Ooh, All right, yeah, so, okay. here. That makes sense. It's like the Fleetwood Mac album. His
2: sales total includes 182,000 in vinyl sales, the most in one week since its inception of Luminant, then called Nelson SoundScan in 1991. Really? Yeah. So it beats the previous one week vinyl sales record of 114,000 set by Taylor Swift's Red.
0: Huh. No, they're going by amount, not units.
2: Uh, right. Um. says so total In v- vinyl sales
0: So, okay, the amount So, on average Chris Versus the 90s How much more expensive is a vinyl nowadays?
1: I don't know you get Really I though, say. I don't know How easily available were they then? Though I don't remember.
2: Were vinyls. Vinyls in the the 90s. 90s. I mean,
1: cassettes, yeah, but it was CDs during that age. I don't even know if you could easily access access um, uh, vinyls in the 90s. I don't think so. I think it was tough. Like, I think they were all used. You'd get them at used stores. They didn't have them on the shelves of Walmart like we experience them now. Yeah. So I think probably more expensive 'Cause they were harder to I, get.
0: I would have thought that since the technology had settled in by the nineties, that it would have granted I know CDs were still making a thing, but it's like people with people with Blu-rays, when Blu-rays first came out, people mm-hmm. were like, What the hell? Like like I'm still gonna use DVDs. I don't I don't get it. Yeah. So I, I didn't know I didn't know if like if the technology had settled in and it was more accessible yeah i think maybe. if it was
1: phase and and unless i was just not aware of them being accessible um during that time i just don't remember seeing them like i would go into at that time like fye was a little different it was really movies Strict, and music
0: strictly a media store
1: yeah it wasn't pop figures and all the other stuff that I used fye to buy has in there
0: yeah one, one of the biggest one of the biggest media stores on the planet
1: yeah for sure but it was it was media then now it's like other things and media is secondary to a lot of those other things but then it was like you walk in and there was just shelves and shelves and shelves of movies shelves and shelves and shelves of cds i don't remember vinyls being a thing then i mean there was probably record stores i'm sure and i'm sure they had them but I think they're a lot more widespread as they kind of gained new traction um, over the last few years that, that we've experienced. Because I know like your big box stores didn't have vinyls on the shelves like we see it now, even though they're like I I was in um, a Walmart not too long ago. And I was surprised by the big selection that they have of vinyl still. Um, I think it's kind of you've seen a wave of vinyls pick up and then it kind of tapered off. I think a little bit, but I mean you're still dropping twenty five, thirty, thirty five bucks for a vinyl, yeah. two, Every, one or two LP. So, um, yeah,
2: one place that this album was uh, most available at was all Targets. Okay. Every single Target sold out completely wow. within that first week.
0: Probably <laughs> but it was not exclusive to Target
2: though, right? No. Okay. So
0: I I think that's probably because – so Greta Van Fleet, for example, they sell a ton of vinyls because they do, like, exclusive releases. Uh, they don't – they're not – they don't put that in – store. I mean, they have some in stores. But for a lot of their vinyls, like, I have I have a vinyl that I'm never going to open that is a press of a live show that I went to with my sister. And so for Christmas, my dad, he, like, waited in this this line, I guess, online, and he got us – two vinyls the the max of two vinyls from this show that was a limited release and i mean they sold out and now like i can resell that album for a couple thousand dollars i think and my dad yeah, just spent like I'm 45 sure. bucks and a, a pop for both of them and and so I, i'm sure that probably like the availability of that record probably had a huge a huge say in, in it reaching that those sales i think that's incredible because physical albums don't do that well
2: mm,
1: yeah
0: I mean, so th- those are relatively no low numbers, I'm sure, compared to what people were doing back when that was when buying physical media was a prominent thing. But like streaming, like even even before Spotify really kicked off, people were like, "Oh, I sold like X amount in 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 uh, spot in like iTunes revenue." Yeah, because people were still buying records, but now people don't do that. No one does that. It is literally all stream- we're going right back to what we talked about. The past, this past episode where (laughs) streaming was a massive scam. Yeah.
1: What do you think? What do you think? um, So I I had heard some predictions um, on the economy about uh, some potential predictions of recession talk coming of even the government maybe doing even a economy
0: um, shutdown, right? Well, not
1: an economy shutdown, but just a an official announcement of a recession like early July, maybe mid-July. What do you think that does to a lot of, I mean, we've had, we've kind of been flush with money over the last couple of years, you know, covid there's been a delay on student loan payments for federal student loans. People have kind of been selective on jobs. What do you think that does to let's talk about music, movies, physical media, streaming? What kind of impacts does that have as we maybe face a recession over the
2: next couple of months? Just so, less disposable money for people to have.
0: Yeah, definitely. This, this, this plays into the topic that I wanted to bring to the table today. And and I gave Preston a warning that I was going to get incredibly personal on this show because I think this Uh is a huge issue and I think it needs talked about. Uh, So I I actually, I remember hearing, I don't know, I, I don't know if I was watching, if I was reading something. I think it might have been in class, actually. Film was at its height. Back in the twenties, the thirties, going into um, the depression, going into the depression, and the reason that was is because people had a place to escape their worries about the real world. Yeah, to- like totally, like like the, I I learned this in a university classroom that that film was incredibly popular when people were at like that's when it became a big thing to go to the movies to go to the pictures. Because people would literally like forego a, a loaf of bread to take their family to go watch uh, like Snow White, you know, because it was a place where they could exist for one moment without having to worry about how much money they had or what they had to eat when they got home. And it sounds silly, but it's serious.
1: It, totally serious. I had this thought too, Connor. I, I was... A guy that I work with, um, he collects coins and was talking about coins. He's got some in his collection that date back to the Civil War wow. era. And I was looking through, I've always had a little collection of my own. Not very much, just um, just a few like foreign coins, um, a few different bills from different countries and like some half dollars and whatnot. And I pulled this uh Silver Certificate Dollar bill out from nineteen thirty five and i couldn 't help but think, just imagine being in nineteen thirty five at the time whoever was holding this dollar at that time, <laughs> what they were going through in the country, and here we are not quite a hundred years later, but uh, pushing pushing ninety years later, facing some of the same challenges. Not to the drastic extent that they did with the depression, but with the challenge of recession that we're talking about, and some of the challenges people are facing with with uh, people that are on fixed income or are struggling month to month, uh, living paycheck to paycheck, and now facing five five fifty a gallon in gas, and really having to decide what are the priorities in their life. But then again, like you're mentioning the entertainment side, that a lot of times, even in good times, we go to to escape from reality a little bit, let alone in the bad times when we're struggling immensely, needing to s- escape from that reality a little bit. So yeah, it, it could go almost either way. It's gonna it's gonna be challenging and struggling for I think people that make films or people that uh um, are are those that sell films, but also there. I think there's going to be a demand from us in the challenging times for us to want to have that inter- entertainment for us to go to to escape from a little bit.
0: So I I, sure. I I want to give I want to give the both of you the floor a moment because i i am, as I get older, I am being exposed to new things, <laughs> topics of which you both are more familiar with. That being said, please educate me on what will happen to our economy and to us individually if we go into a recession.
1: So I was listening a little bit, and Preston can weigh in too, but I was listening a little bit to a podcast um, this morning. It was a short one. I try to get a little bit of news podcast-wise daily Um from a few different sources. One is New York times. Another one is um, the morning daily, which is kind of New York times. Some, a lot of times kind of leans towards the liberal side, the morning daily kind of leans toward the conservative side. So I try to keep a little bit of a balance in the news media that I get, but it was interesting um, because I've kind of tried to think about that too. And, 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 my wife and I were talking about that on our way to dinner tonight. What does that What does that mean if, if we get into a recession? And I try to think back to 2008. It was a little bit of a different situation back in 2008. Back then, it was really the housing financial crisis that kind of brought us to where we're at. Now we're experiencing a recession that is brought on by several different Sp- yeah. factors, right? So we, had, we had a... And- pandemic that was on us. We had a lot of relief money that went out, not to banks, but a lot of relief money that went out to individuals. I'd mentioned already the student loan deferment that we're still in. Um, I mean, if you've got federal student loans, there's a a deferment of payments. There's no interest that's being applied to those. And then we've got Russia still on day what over 100 Um, invading Ukraine and that's become kind of a national, not just with us, but now a worldwide kind of crisis with um, the UK saying they're not gonna be purchasing fossil fuels and things like that from Russia, which was a strong supplier of such. We early on said we wouldn't be. So that's why you're seeing some spiking in the gas prices because there's a demand on a lower supply of fuel. So if we get into the situation of uh, recession, I think the big thing is you're going to see a lot of businesses. And I think a letter that was leaked by Elon Musk, which was one of the big businesses that a lot of people follow. I mean, Elon Musk being the richest guy um, in the world right now and one of the guys that we've talked about because of his saga that continues to go on with Twitter and his purchase thereof which he wants to be the um, town hall discussion place for social media. But a a document leaked that they were looking at laying off 10% of their staff of employees for Tesla. That equates to like 10,000 employees. I think early on, um, even right now, you're seeing kind of business leaders kind of and economic kind of Uh, individuals that look kind of what the the future holds, what are some things coming our way from an economic standpoint. Um, A lot of them kind of tightening things up, even though Tesla is doing tremendously well right now, they're kind of pulling back a little bit, knowing that something is going to happen within our economy. And you're seeing a lot of other businesses do the same, either uh, kind of putting a hold on hiring or potentially laying off people in a time where a lot of people have been able to be um, choosy about the jobs that they want to pick. Others kind of delaying, having to get a, go out and seek a job because of deferments on different types of um, student loans and other things that they've not had to make. So they've not had as many bills as they typically had. When that kind of comes to an end, unless they forgive student loans or a portion of student loans or wherever that goes, I know one of the... Um, one of the universities right recently uh, that went defunct, I know Biden came out and uh, forgave like it was several billion dollars of, of student loan debt, tuition debt that students had because of that university ended up being defunct. So depending on where that goes, if those come back to people having to make payments and there's a shortage in jobs, it could become pretty difficult for individuals um, to obviously be able to pay their bills but also be able to get jobs. We could go from seeing a now hiring sign on every business that we pass to it being a challenge to get a job if businesses kind of tighten up their ranks on being able to hire if we get into a recession period
0: so so Preston what I have a question specifically for you. I want to see what your thoughts are here because I know that both of you have differing but also similar thoughts about topics that you are both are quite informed about, um, whether this being one of them or not. so I agree when it, when it, with most so when it, everything okay. Chris said. <laughs> what is going to happen? What do you think is going to happen to – like how does a recession affect me going into the store and paying – $3.50 for a gallon of milk versus before paying only like a $1.75. It through recession when people real when like when people can't afford to pay that much because they're losing out on work and you know your know, trade is down stocks are down the whole thing. What happens when businesses find out people can't afford stuff? Will then will it level the playing field from there on out? Is it going to put us mm. back to where we were before or are we going to be uh, picking up horse shit and, and uh, you know using the two bucks we made at, at Uncle Joe's farm to to pay for gas for the I
2: week. think you're uh, you're gonna have to work your way through <laughs> this farm for a while. You have to um, prioritize, right? Yeah. So, I mean, that's kind of a loaded question. Um, through trends of times of recession or people not having very much money. Um, Bu- businesses tend to try to keep milking the consumer because like on certain items it's like what are you going to do not have it
0: exactly right well, mi- well i mean milk uh,
2: yeah forget Fruits. about it yeah like,
0: like i can cut milk out
2: you so know. you might see like some things just drink s- beer drop you yeah. <laughs> we've done it for years yeah just make <laughs> make your own beer at home like <laughs> yeah. moonshine yeah. get back to moonshine, moonshine.
0: Yeah, kids used to drink beer in some places because a lot of the a water lot of places. was clean. It wasn't yes. safe to drink. You just drank it. <laughs> Shit, guys, I'm going to beer. <laughs> right. This shirt's already unflattering enough. I might as well <laughs> make my situation a little worse.
1: That's right. Uh, I, I mean, you're going to continue to see the price. If we see fuel prices continue to escalate, which I don't see them coming down, I mean, we tapped into our reserves recently to try to bring the price down. It it lasted Not even for enough. a short yeah. period of time because we go through so many millions, um, millions of barrels per day. And yeah. it was enough to get us a few days and then you've seen it bounce right back. So we can't tap into enough reserves to be able to maintain a lower price of fuel. For a gallon of gas that we're experiencing right now I don't see an end as it's continuing to go with the Russian Ukraine crisis unless the West kind of steps in at some point and it, potentially that is where this leads to to where and if then... this is an ongoing saga and it continuing continues to hurt not only America as the West but Um, the United Nations as a whole, and uh, those countries that are being impacted financially by it, it only kind of draws us closer into that escalated battle that's going on with Russia and Ukraine. We're going to continue to see, as fuel prices go up, prices of goods. I mean, I've gone out to eat a couple times. The prices to go out to eat for food, all of the menus that I have seen that we've gone to restaurants have gone up because the Dude, price of food has yeah. gone up. You go to the grocery store, your grocery bill has gone up because the price of every item on that bill it has sucks. seen some sort of increase.
0: I think what's really interesting is some restaurants who aren't having as many issues with their supply chain and can still afford to keep the prices somewhat minimum uh, for for dining out. I, f- I find that it's really interesting to go out to eat and spend just as much money as you would to cook at home for yourself.
1: You almost... Obviously, yeah.
0: like growing up, I, I know like if my parents were to listen to this, they'd be like, well, that's not true because you could do this and that. But, but like the difference is we grew up middle class, low middle class, you know? So like we had to get creative. I mean, we grew up comfortable, right? But like yeah. we had... There were times where I'm sure that my parents were getting creative and I didn't even think anything of it. Like I like now that I know how much food costs, I know that putting opening. together a stir fry and, and making it run three days, that is like that's how you do it. That like that's how you eat cheap. And yeah, now, of course we of course we did stuff like that. Tacos for but, a week. <laughs> exactly. Tacos for a week, yeah. So stuff <laughs> right. like that. Yeah, so, yeah and it's, it's, it's so interesting.
1: Yeah, and the crazy thing is I mean even the one the even the restaurants that are trying to do that are becoming very limited because the cost for them to stay in business is is challenging. I know the Taste of Bloomington was canceled. something that we were planning to go to and was canceled because they couldn't get enough help at some of the restaurants to be able to man the restaurant and have waiters or people serving at the Taste of Bloomington because their staffing is so low right now. So it is an interesting time right now especially for the restaurant business because they're seeing a spike in prices to have um actually being able to fix the food that they're serving and a challenge in the hiring side of being having being able to have enough servers to actually serve and provide a good service to the customers that are coming in
0: so this this i know i mentioned plays directly into the topic that i wanted to bring to you guys to tell you about one of the situations that has been like really hanging over my head recently. Um, typically most people are like, I don't want to talk about stuff like this because it's like no one's business except for their own. Um, mm-hmm. But I have found that today when I, when I took a step back and I looked at it, I thought I'm not the only one who's going through this. I'm not the one who's, who's facing the situation. And I think it needs to be talked about because it's unbearable. Like what, what is And then, I know I'm, I'm hyping, I'm hyping it up. So I had to take out uh, private student loans to help pay for school. Yeah. Right. So I have a mix of federal subsidized, unsubsidized loans from like financial aid or whatever. And then there is my private loans that picked up the rest of the bill. Yep. In total. I did owe as of graduation, I, it has since some of it has been paid down. So it's not as severe, but it's still pretty severe in the grand scheme of things. I owe $66,000. Yeah. Because my parents made just enough money to not get me any kind of financial help. Yep. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> what ended up happening is my dad had to take out loans for me, but also for my sister. So, my grandfather had to assist me in my later half of college because they were not letting my dad take out more loans for two kids. yeah, understandable, totally yeah. understandable. now, I am to the point where the i it's time to pay him back, but there was something put in place, so I hear by Obama and his whole like, during his whole run. There was something put in place that didn't allow for you to consolidate these loans within the company. It kept them all private and it upped the interest rate. So back in the day, you were doing like one to 3% on student loan, private student loans. And you could consolidate those when when it was time to pay them back. So you're only paying on the sum, you're not paying on each individual loan well when the obama administration came in supposedly i don't know for sure i've been told this so someone i'm sure will fact check me uh this something was put in place where that that couldn't happen anymore so interest rates went up they went up to anywhere from uh 7 to 12% and to Consolidate your loans, you had to apply for a loan through a separate loan company. You can no longer consolidate within that company. Leaving me $45,000 of private loans to pay back individually in those loan installments. So, for example, I have five installments because of the years, and I had to do summer courses because that's what my program acquired. So I have five installments. I have to pay on individually on all of those with 12% interest. Every single month, I will have a $1,000 bill to pay.
1: Here's where we take a break for a commercial break and we advertise our Patreon. Uh,
0: <laughs> I can't do it. No, I know
1: it is a challenge right now. And and you're not the only one, Connor. So don't feel like you are. That is why it's such a hot topic in government right now um, on the, how to these handle are the that.
0: Loans, but these are the loans that won't be forgiven. You so know?
1: there are some options. And again, I think you need to look at what those options are. Because I think over the last few years, especially with the COVID situation and the pandemic, I think there are some options for you to look at in regards to consolidation. I think you can look at either a one-time consolidation um, with both private and federal loans that you should really investigate if you do have a mix of those. Because I know legislation has changed a little bit around that since, like you had mentioned, the Obama administration. So definitely something you need to check out.
0: I called the company. And... For lack of better words, I am all out of options. The only thing that they can do for me is just they can defer paying on the loan itself for um, eight months. I would just pay the interest for eight months. So I would end up paying $500 a month, Mm -hmm. which interest makes up half of my monthly payment, it turns out, after they threw me that number. Because they've already deferred my payments because of like COVID and and like me getting out of college, like so I didn't for yeah I am to the point now where it's like it, it's too late almost and uh, really I'm not condoning this behavior and it could come back to bite me. I'm I'm going to like do my best, to obviously make the payments I can, but. There's no like feasible way, no matter how good of a job I have, for me to comfortably pay that, while gas is five twenty-five, while yeah. I'm paying three bucks for twelve eggs. You know, like like
1: that's the know, predicament it, that we have found ourselves in right now, and and that's, and, and
0: that's why the, this is why I wanted to talk about it because it, it's it's insane, it's insane, yeah. and and like. You know, I I feel everyone just is. Everyone's like, "Oh yeah, recession's gonna happen. A recession's gonna happen." But like, have you actually thought about what that's gonna do to us? It impacts people. Recession's gonna happen, yeah. But like, but that like a recession's gonna happen. Like, we need to band down the hatches and you know not break into our like resist the temptation of breaking into our four hundred one (laughs) ks. Like, yeah, it
1: and it impacts people in a lot of different ways, right? I mean, think of The older individuals on a fixed income that are used to having a certain amount of money to get a certain amount of things and have that consecutively every single week. And that totally changes their game, too, let alone a younger individual like you that is coming out of college, that is just starting a job, that is starting their path in their career and has student loans in substantial amounts. And I feel you. I was in the same boat Uh, when early on, when we got married, uh, my wife and I had a similar amount to pay. And that's been that's been a long time ago. And we're still paying on those student loans. Luckily, I've been blessed enough to be able to make payments on those and continue to bring them down. And they're down to a point where I can kind of see some light at the end of the tunnel. (laughs) But there's still a tunnel that that we're walking (laughs) through on those. It takes a long time to get through those. So if like and it's a point I think we should make for young individuals getting started in college just to really be mindful of the impact those student loans can have and really and really get the the amount you need for the the uh, degree you're going for. And and don't do anything wasteful with those. Don't get more than you need. Just get what you need to get it, get out, and then try to knock Definitely. them out as quick as you can because oh, yeah. it will linger on for a long time.
0: The the amount of what I have ta- like what I had to take out, my I went to expensive I like I, I get it. I went to an expensive school yeah. and, and went like did an expensive program. Um the amount I I'm, I could swallow, you know, like I knew how much I was taking. I was like, okay, like I, I did, like this is going to uh, this is going to get me through. Like I was working a job, so I didn't need extra money, so mm-hmm. it, it was it was good. It was fine. Um, what killed me, what I didn't realize, and what people weren't there to tell me, is twelve percent at the time, the lowest amount of interest that I could get is still the highest amount of interest you can get on a student loan. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. it's it's not so much the amount. It's the fact that we're living currently in a society where we're going out and spending six, $6 on gas, right? My property company from two and a half years ago called me about a $70 outstanding bill that was already taken care of, but they changed staff so... Uh, they're like, well, this doesn't look like it's close. And so they're beating down my door for $70. Bucks. Uh, i have got 14, 14 miles in my tank. I've got a good job. I'll, I've got a good job. You know, things are working. I'm just being extra stingy. Yeah. And I've got 12% on student loans and a $1,000 payment every single month. Now, if I didn't have the job I had and could, you know, kind of like hunker down and work my way through this. Other people that are going through similar things who have no job or are working at like a dairy queen? Yeah. What's gonna happen to them? Like, here's what's gonna happen. You're gonna put us in a recession. Uh we're not we're still not gonna be able to afford things, we're gonna lose work. People aren't gonna buy roofs, so who even knows what the hell's gonna happen to my marketing team? We might be booted out the door, right? With the exception of like maybe one or two of us. So what happens then when I fall behind on paying loans. If I get let go from a marketing job, right. And then those loan companies are like, well, sh- no one's paying their loans. What are we going to do? And then suddenly they're like, we have all this outstanding money. We're not bringing any in. What's going to happen? Like, I, like if we get too low, <clears throat> won't we just stay that low? You know, I
1: think the, the I know this is kind of a downer topic that. <laughs> We're talking it, about. It
0: needs to be talked about. It has yeah. to be talked about.
1: But the the good thing I think is, I mean, it could get bad, but it's not going to stay bad. I think is the thing that we've got to realize. And we're blessed with, yeah having having a, a good stable job, but that could change tomorrow, right? We could exactly. things could change tomorrow and it not be stable. And we have to figure that out. I think the Pre, good thing press is about
0: you in the hotel, man, like the tourism industry, that's going to be the first thing that is seriously impacted from all this stuff. It already is. People aren't going anywhere because they can't afford to get the gas. But, but think drive. about
1: how impacted it was through COVID too. Yeah. Though, right. That was the was, biggest impact. I think that we would see for in that industry and in, a, in several other industries, because everything shut down. I mean, that you gotta realize everything shut down across the country, which was it when you think about that, that is like that is crazy for that to happen. That has never happened before. So and it coming coming out of that, I know a lot of things have opened up. That was pretty bad. And we bounced out of it only to bounce into this challenging time right now. But Knowing that it's not always going to stay bad, I think, is what we've got to realize. And even if tomorrow comes with uh, us losing the stability that we have, we're able to find other stability elsewhere. I I think I know we're kind of talking like doom and gloom and worst case scenario, and it could happen, but it's like. It is challenging. And that's why it's a hot topic with legislation, right? That's why it's on the, the desk of the president. That's why it's on a topic with Congress, because student loans are killing people. They're killing the American dream that we've all become accustomed. <laughs> they, they,
0: they beat my dream down with bats, sticks, knives. Yeah. They shanked it in this side. For, for years, right? I mean, it's, names. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's years before you could actually kind of build some stable ground and get on your feet and kind of get a house and do all those things because you've got to pay these loans back from getting a degree that should have set you up to be able to... Build this dream. Right. And that's what a lot of people are facing right now. And I think that's the reality that I,
0: I think, think we're
2: our government to some is facing. really good. Dave Ramsey content on YouTube.
0: <laughs> you're, 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 you're just like you're just like I can't wait to come home from work and sit down and really just dig into some really awesome Dave Ramsey content. Yeah, know? the baby steps, um, man.
1: The baby steps.
0: Yeah, I've I, I decided I'm going to whore myself out. Uh, not in that way. I'm going so. To
1: are you giving a out. number out? are You giving your number out right now? Uh, oh, so
2: exactly. here we wanted to yeah. announce uh, Connor's whatever no. OnlyFans. <laughs>
0: You'll <up. Let, laughs> find <laughs> it in
2: every bathroom in Southwest God. Indiana. Damn, guys. <laughs>
0: Uh, no, I, I I was sitting in my office today, and I thought, how am I going to make fifty thousand, and how am I going to make it fast? And I thought, I could write, I could like be a screenwriter for Will Ferrell's next movie, you know, and just write something. I just don't want any pardon at all, but at least I'm there, <laughs> right? So I like write, hey, Will Ferrell, I wrote this really great thing for you, and I just keep putting it in his face And he's like, fine, give it to me, and he makes it. He takes it off my hands for 50 grand. All my worries are away. He makes this massive amount of money, and I see none of it because he bought the screenplay outright. So hear me out, directors, people with ideas. If you want something written, if you have an idea and you want a, a script written, I'm, a, I'm officially whoring myself out to be a screenwriter for anyone, not just myself anymore. <laughs> I'm tired of writing commercials for the man. Yeah, uh, I, I. You know what? I, I'll, I'll say it. I'll do a lifetime show. You want me to do a lifetime show? I'll do a lifetime show.
1: I'll do a Hallmark show. channel. Hey, Hallmark channel. Hit yeah. him up. He's got a good lovely story you would like to just pour you're out da-
0: on the You damn right. You damn right. I will set you guys play. up
2: for life on your on your network. All right, hear me out. Pump out like, Santa video. Claus
0: Chisel All right. Jaw. Hey, right.
2: Hold on. Hey, hold
1: on. Let's close our eyes, Preston. All right. Tell us. Tell us. Oh. Start start telling us the story.
0: <clears throat> Let me clear my yeah. throat for this.
1: <laughs> All right, uh, hang on. Listeners,
0: Listen. A young blonde woman wakes up on Christmas morning not to find the fat gray-haired Santa, but a nice tan Santa with a chiseled jaw. Oh, yeah. His oh, name, oh, oh. Brick. <laughs> uh, I'm also going to get bricked if I don't <laughs> unlock the door. Hold on. <laughs> Hold that thought. Now I want you guys to think about where you think this might go while I unlock the door and then I'll come back and I'll feel the rest of the plot.
1: All right. All right. I have no idea where that's going to yeah. go. I, think Santa's, uh,
0: Santa's I don't think
2: Hallmark's going to pick that one up. Uh, maybe it's some that'll other, be, so, uh, some other choice content creation. <laughs> that'll be a stretch.
1: Yeah. and Yeah. A Get to the uh, adult, adult movie Hall- industry. <laughs> All right. Hey, so Hallmark, Hallmark
2: at midnight. Hallmark at
1: midnight. <laughs> do
0: you guys have your mystic? Do you guys yeah, have your mystic yeah. Monday so, predictions?
1: hey, so we don't we don't think Hallmark will pick you up, but we do see a oh, spinoff. Damn, what? Hey, hey, no, hey, Hallmark, Hallmark at midnight. All right, tell us part <laughs> <Why>? two, second <laughs> half. Oh
0: my God. I come back in here. I'm like, All right guys, what are my supportive friends going to think about the, my the rest of my plot? What are their predictions? And you're like. I don't, we don't think they're going to pick you up, but I think you could write porn. (laughs) That's what you're telling me. (laughs) It's a lucrative industry, Connor. (laughs) You think I could write bad fan fiction is what you're telling me. Okay. Close your eyes, close your eyes, eyes, close your eyes. Here we go. Back Get your lotion and tissues ready. All right. The young blonde woman, as she comes downstairs. Sees Santa, Santa, who has (laughs) overshot his landing. (laughs) 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 Overshot
2: his landing. (laughs) (laughs) So he 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 turns the sleigh around.
0: He's he's overshot his landing out of the sleigh. Instead of going in through the fireplace, has gone straight through the roof and has landed spread eagle on top of the tree. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) And we're going to call it the real angel on top of the tree.
1: Christmas in July on ha- Hallmark at midnight. Christmas, at
0: a, Christmas in a place it shouldn't be. <laughs> and for the next 60 minutes of the show, because it's like a, it's like a bit, the big, the first 30 are like a big suspense thing. The first 30 are her coming down to discover Santa Claus. And the next 60 is getting him unstuck from the tree. <laughs>
1: Yeah, and
0: the whole time time she's like, "What can I do to make it better?" And he's like, "Cookies." All
1: right, so listeners that are out there, since you're fact checking, please provide other avenues for Connor to bring in fifty thousand dollars, as opposed to screenwriting for the Hallmark Channel. (laughs) We're open to other ideas at this point.
0: You you shot down my real Hallmark, my real Hallmark
2: pitch. How uh, how secure and how much money do uh, small town banks keep? (laughs)
0: <laughs> not much. Not much. not much. Oh, you I mean, about how much is
2: bank? not much for a bank? <laughs> a couple
0: uh, listen. Here's my real theory. Okay?
2: D- does anyone know somebody I don't a, even think the banks have money anymore. No, I don't
0: think so
2: either. <laughs> what is money? Actually, money is even real. We, yeah, it's just a thing that we say paper hey, and hey, I will paper do and I will do this for this. And yeah. if this we'll gets me this, isn't that, <laughs> isn't that strange? Isn't money just strange? Money's just all we, fake and bullshit.
0: <laughs> what if we start scamming people uh, into s- trading us their NFTs? <laughs> I, <don't,
2: laughs> I mean, we could just make an NFT.
0: Because <laughs> right now, those are still fungible, right? No, sorry, they're non fungible, right?
2: Yeah. Like we'll, we'll, start, we'll start our own whatever blockchain NFT.
0: Can it can it be can it be Santa Claus coming? It'll down be it'll the be like we can do that, him.
2: and we can do our faces, special NFT faces.
0: So, yes. <laughs> hey, leave him alone. <laughs> oh, um, I'm about to feed him the worms back there.
2: It looks like it. Uh, <laughs> hey, Cora,
1: <laughs> you ever wearing headphones? she can't hear us i know
2: (laughs) so uh i had a thought and uh where was i going with that oh money money isn't real
1: no well that yeah that's about the truth we just print what we need right and how does that have value uh it doesn't it's just paper and ink no um No, I was going to ask, Preston. So, our last episode got uploaded the video. Did you put the poll on? I seen there was a poll attached to it.
2: Connor did. I did the poll.
1: All right. Where are we at with (laughs) the poll?
0: I forgot what I I asked. What I
1: asked.
2: (laughs) You asked, are dinosaurs real?
1: Dinosaurs. Are dinosaurs real? (laughs) I answered. Am I the only one? Or do we have others that answered the poll? I
2: I answered too. I'm
1: looking right now.
0: All right. Let's see. see. Hold on. I've never run a poll before.
1: You created it, and you've never run one before, yeah. and now we have no result. Now we cannot.
0: Like <laughs> Gosh! Do I, All right. What do I check on Spotify?
1: Yeah. I f- oh, I check. I on guess. Spotify. That's, I don't. I don't isn't check. Is that it. where you created it?
0: No, I, tried, I created it on Anchor.
1: All right. Yeah. Well, so here we are um, in this blooper am, reel of am, how we have no idea of how we put this poll
2: out or how to find the results. All right. So we have three votes. hundred oh. percent say yes.
0: Okay. All right. Oh, you have to click on it. Yes. Now you have four votes.
2: <laughs> Ooh. Did we there get we go. No. So
1: who's our fourth one? Did I you put was no me. or did you put yes? Me. I, I cl- I,
0: I, I clicked no, 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 no.
2: Besides us. Oh, okay. I guess. Four votes. 100%.
0: Three of yes. us, but
1: who
2: else? I, I,
0: don't know. I don't know. I don't think it shows.
2: Who's the listener? <laughs> <sighs> well, who the-
0: yourselves. That's a
2: that's actually uh, pretty interesting. I don't actually know anyone who actually listens on Spotify. I really. Our, so, uh,
1: I think what's our stats? Run through our stats. Pull up some anchor stats. Where who, where are we getting some listenership from?
2: Yeah. What um time to what? expose the whatever
1: podcast?
0: Yeah, we've never well, talked so about the,
1: this. Let's talk so about a it.
0: Our, a lot of our stats reset, but what like what do you, what specific questions do you have?
1: So, what countries are we being listened at? I know. So, Electric Entertainment, I've got listeners, obviously, majority in the US. We've got the UK. We got Mexico. And we have some. Ireland,
0: oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Ireland, I think. Um, we've got the United some United States, list. Germany, and Ireland. United okay. States at 92, Germany at three. Okay. okay. Which is really interesting. What's it's the, actually what's, even shows the, where, if you click on the, the place, it shows you where... What? Oh, my God. Um, Earth, listening? Mercury, Venus, yes. Mars, Jupiter, Saturn, Uranus, Neptune. You click on Earth, and it breaks it down into a geographic location on Earth. Your and United States, Germany, Ireland, Australia, United Kingdom, and everywhere else is below 1%. So let's click on Germany. Okay. Um, so 87% of our listeners in Germany are... Uh, H- Hesse? Hesse, Hess. Hush, i don't know. How, I don't Hesse. know how I say that in Germany. Uh, Lower Saxony—I don't know. I don't know. Bavaria, um, uh, United States, a massive wow! Whoa, this Whoa. is really cool. So you, I don't know you, if I pulled talking, the stats United up. Um, uh, we, I can, I can tell you exactly. Who in Ohio is listening to us and like where they're from? Uh, 97% Columbus, Warren, really? Cleveland, and Dayton. Um,
1: are you pulling from Anchor?
0: Yeah. Really? Okay. <clears throat> in Illinois, we are the, the Illinois is our second most listened to state. Um Bloomington, Illinois, Normal Illinois, Wooddale, uh, Chicago, Urbana, Country Club Hills, and Champaign.
2: Shout out to anyone uh in in these places. Don't be freaked yes. out.
0: Forty-seven <laughs> percent um, of our listeners are in Bloomington, twenty percent in Fairbanks, eight percent Indianapolis, six percent in Columbus, six percent Plainville, three percent Terre Haute, Carmel, Anderson, one percent New Albany, one percent. Holy
1: New cow! Albany, I'm yeah. I'm
0: looking. At... So our family hates us more than all these strangers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wow. As I was gonna
2: say, That's I don't crazy. think my mom has listened to one episode yet. <laughs>
0: <laughs> is, is there a, another statistic you have a question on?
2: Uh, no, our I'm looking feed? at What's our highest viewed?
0: Our highest viewed? The what episode? Yeah. <clears throat> um, so it shows, I think, on the dashboard. My dashboard will load again.
1: I'm going to share Electric Entertainment real quick because I've got a, our stats pulled up too. Indiana, we've got 65%. Illinois, we've got 17%. Washington, three. Ohio, three. Virginia, two. Missouri, two. Tennessee, one. California, one. New York, one. New Jersey, one. Georgia, one. Colorado, one. Less than one, I should say. Percentage-wise, Pennsylvania, Florida, Connecticut. In Indiana, I agree. It's like uh our families on listen. the low six percent. <laughs> it's like Fairbanks, Plainville, Bloomington, which pro- is probably part of you, Preston. Yeah, <laughs> but I've got. um Let's see, we've got real quick. Uh, so got I used to play United States, Germany, United Kingdom, Mexico, and Ireland. I forgot Germany. Shout out to the Irish. <laughs>
0: So, I'm it looks sure like that. our most listened to episode is tied. We have two of them.
1: It better, better be not. ones I'm on. <laughs>
0: They're not. Um, you heard it here, Chris. It. I'm, on. Of, I'm done. Out here. I'm out of here. The, the You're not popular one, enough. The first one that we ever did published February. Sorry, February. What am I thinking? Oh, my gosh. September 26th of 19. Episode one aired. Why are we getting the iPhone 11? <laughs> um, and our our second most listened to, well tied for first, is uh, an episode I did with my Disney Disney conspiracies. Ooh, probably because
2: of the I think we need more. You have on it. I think we need better names for our episodes. Yeah, it, but I we agree. talk about
0: so many different things, and I, know. I see so many podcasts that are successful. Just name it, whatever. Like they they just come up with wacky names. Yeah. Um, But is that like because they still get viewership
2: just because of they built a viewership, or should we do more provocative like question type, or like these
0: were new? uh, I usually try to center them around the topics.
2: Yeah. I mean, I like you. Don't get me wrong. I love your I I, I don't. I
0: don't. I don't know keywords. I don't know search words. So I don't really. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Oh, guys. What
1: are we on uh, l- real quick platforms? What are, What's our stats on platforms? What's the
2: most viewed platform?
0: Spotify. Dang. Really?
2: What's that? What's the oh, percentage? Sorry,
0: no, 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 no. Apple podcasts. Uh, yeah, that's, Apple, what Apple yeah, podcasts. that's what I was going to say. Apple
1: podcasts. What's the percentage Apple. of breakdown?
0: 48% Apple podcasts. Okay. 17% Spotify. 27% Whoa. other what other other would be um google. things like yeah no 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 not google other would be things like um oh shit like i heard radio and stuff like that mm. um because yeah. we're published on every platform you can listen to a well actually they've dialed back a lot of them have gone under on have gone under so other would be like Stitcher, Radio Public, which I think is an iHeartRadio thing, um, Pocket Casts, Amazon Music, Overcast, and CastBox. Hmm.
2: Interesting. Cool. There you have it. Very Stats interesting. Stats of whatever. Well.
0: I, w- I wish I could say I could go on longer, but um, yeah. I think my time has come.
2: Yeah. Well, thank you, everyone, for listening to this episode. Of the Whatever Podcast. We are now video, so give us your eyes, too. Not just your ears.
0: From now can I on. say my line? Can I Go can ahead. say my line oh, that thank you're trying you, to take guys, from me?
2: No, I'm not. Yeah, not I, will, yours, no, I will never take it away from you, Connor. All right.
0: Hey, thank you guys hey, for listening. Hey. <laughs> yeah. Close us out, Connor. Peace out and piss off. <laughs> Peace. <laughs> uh.
1: <laughs> oh.